0: You have found yourself on another episode of Locked on Bulls. On today's episode, we're going to talk about Zach Levine being recalled from the G League. Nikola Vucevic has also been updated to questionable for today's game. And can the Bulls get back to winning against the Charlotte Hornets team? Let's hope so. Me and Pat are going to break it all down. Talk about it right after this. You are Locked on Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in to Locked On Bulls, member of the Locked On Podcast Network. We're a team every single day. That's Pat, the designer, host and creator of the Windy City Breeze and host of the Chicago Bears podcast over at ESPN 1000. I'm Hayes, host and creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central's YouTube pages and podcasts. And today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NBA. That's linkedin.com slash on Locked on NBA to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. Pat, man, the news that we've been expecting, Billy Donovan has basically been setting the groundwork for this all week. He's been basically alluding to this. Zach Levine was recalled uh, from the Windy City Bulls in the G League, and he and Nikola Vucevic have been upgraded to questionable for tomorrow's game. Um, We're going to focus on Zach Levine here. We'll talk about Vuce in a second. How do you feel about Zach Levine finally making his return, albeit a little bit early as well, to the Chicago Bulls?
1: I mean, listen. It, it's it's going to be interesting to see, right? Like, it's going to be interesting to see kind of what they're going to end up being able to do. How are you going to utilize him on the court? There's a lot that's been said about Zach Levine. There's a lot that you got to look at as a, uh, uh, um, with this team. And listen, there's a large sample size. And when I say a large sample size, I'm not talking about right, like how things are like. Oh, just with the Bulls, Zach Levine is literally the losingest player in the NBA. Like, he literally has the worst win percentage in the NBA. So you have to, now, the team, right, team was horrible for years. He was on Minnesota. There's a bunch of things that go into that, so it's not just Zach Levine being bad by himself. He's been a good player. But you have to look at that situation and say, okay, when we've given you talent to go out there and win, losses have still piled up heavily while you're on the court. You got to change that narrative about yourself. This is an opportunity for you to start to do that. This is an opportunity because teams around the league, GMs around the league have said they don't view Zach Levine as a number one option, a number two option, more of a number three. We'll see if Zach can start to change that narrative tonight versus uh, Charlotte.
0: Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I, I, like I said, I know there's been a lot of made, and I think it's been an over-calculation now to the other side. Like, the slander has gotten a little bit ridiculous. Yes, Zach Levine is a flawed player, and I think people forget, too. Him, Vooch, and DeMar are all shooting their career lows and true shooting percentage across the board in almost every facet. Hopefully, Zach Levine comes back, and he's more kind of back to what he has been normally, and he can adapt his level of play because we run now the ninth more, most catch-and-shoots opportunities in the NBA. What is Zach Levine the best at? Catching shoots, so yeah. hopefully that that he can come back. But you know the people that are saying things like Zach Levine can't help this team. Oh my God, they need to trade Zach. There's no way this. <laughs> it's like, like don't get me wrong. Is there? Is there? Could this end disastrously? Absolutely. Yeah. But let's not act like that's the foregone conclusion that Zach Levine can't adapt this game to make it work here because theoretically. His skill set fits what we're doing. He just has to be locked in and make the decision mentally to buy into what we're doing.
1: And I think the biggest thing is, right, like when you when you look at Zach Levine, you're trying to figure out, okay, are you going to buy in? Are you going to be a part of this team and just fit in with what's happening here? Or do you have to be the guy that's getting the shots up? Do you have to be the guy that that is uh, uh, forcing himself and his offense into the system? You just said it perfectly to me, right? Zach Levine would be coming back to a team that literally runs what he wants to run well. That literally runs what accentuates his game well. Is he going to get in line with that? Because guess what? There's been a lot of Javon Carter wide open corner threes that he's missed. There's been a lot of Io DeSumo wide open corner threes that he's missed. Zach Mm -hmm. Levine should be the guy that could come in here and say, you know what? I'm going to just stand over here. I'm still going to make my plays. I'm still going to be able to attack. But you know what? If I'm over here where Io is in this situation, I can knock that shot down on a consistent basis, and that's what my team needs me to do. I don't want him to come back in here. And it, it, I guess it really comes down to, has he bought into what Billy Donovan is selling or not? Because it seems like the rest of the team has bought into what Billy Donovan is selling, for the most part. There's still flaws with what Billy Donovan is selling, right? His laugh is terrifying. All of Bro, those things may be
0: true. It's crazy.
1: i crazy. I'm, I'm upset. That I retweeted it because so many people have retweeted it. I keep seeing it. <laughs> I'm I'm very you upset. Mute,
0: mute the tweet, bro. Just bro, I, tweet. I
1: I got to mute the tweet. I got to. It's too creepy, bro. That mug. He literally, bro. He seems like a dude that'll give you a five and you give him a twenty and he'll be like, yeah, 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 yeah. What was that? You Scooby Doo villain? Like I don't know, man. Uh, but at the end of the day, um, it's really about his Zach Levine. It, can Zach Levine come back in and buy into what Billy Donovan is selling? Because like it or not, what Billy Donovan is selling has led to wins.
0: Yeah. I mean, listen, and, and we'll see. Like at the end of the day, and the thing that I like about this the most, we'll talk about this a little bit in the Vooch topic as well, is that move if Vooch and Zach Levine come back, you're then strengthening your bench because you're moving Drummond and Alice Caruso back to your bench. We talked about yeah. not having the depth. At that point, you now have a solid eight-man rotation of your starting five, with Io, Alice Caruso, Andre Drummond coming off the bench, that makes all the other minutes look a little bit better. So, no, 100%, dude.
1: Like, it, it's when you talk about the players. That are that would be strengthened by this, right? You're moving Ayodele Sumu back onto the bench with Javon Carter. Uh, um, <laughs> now Javon Carter doesn't have to go out there and do cardio every week. Yeah, <laughs> like that's that's all we're really getting out of him, right? But yeah. you're moving Ayodele Sumu. Well, I guess he's been on the bench, but you're moving him to more of a bench role. He's not coming in giving you those major minutes, probably in that situation. Andre Drummond, like you said, going back to the bench. Does that move Alex Caruth? Because what would your starting lineup be at that point? Kobe, Zach. Uh, Damar, yeah. yeah so i mean like and, and patrick williams right so you're you're pretty much saying all right caruso you're back on the bench uh, uh um and, and we're strengthening back. drum is back uh io's now getting the benefit of playing with caruso again you're strengthening your team as a whole logically yeah. it makes sense but it all comes down to is zach levine gonna buy into it because here's the thing if Zach Levine does buy in and he does play well, guess what? Billy Donovan signed for 110 years. We don't know how long his extension is. The fact Zach that Levine is still under
0: next year, and we still don't know how many years it is. I no still clue. have no
1: idea. Uh Zach Levine's contract is still good here, right? It's not like all of a sudden he's not getting paid by the Chicago Bulls. Like he still could be a Chicago Bull if he says, you know what, I like what what we're building here. Let's keep going with this. Like the buy-in scenario is one of the better case scenarios for the Chicago Bulls, but it takes Zach Levine sacrificing being the guy for being a guy on
0: the team. That's a, that's a great way to, uh, to word it. I mean, it comes down to is Zach willing to make that sacrifice? And like I've said before, I think I said it over on Central, Zach Levine talks so much about wanting to win, how important winning is to him. The fact of the matter is, winners, sacrifice. Now, of course, there's different levels to it depending on where your game is. But if you truly want to win in the NBA, you're going to have to sacrifice. And Zach Levine has to realize this, at least I hope that he does. Even if ultimately you still don't want to stay with the Chicago Bulls, any team that you go to, you're not being a number one. So you have to, you should want to show you those respective interested teams I can sacrifice for the case of winning, right? No, hundred uh, percent. Like when, when
1: if winning really is the most important thing, which Zach always says, he's like, I just want to go out there and win. It's not about me being the number one. It's not about me taking the winning shot. And I think that he has been somebody who's kind of taken that yeah. backseat role throughout since Demar has gotten here. And I think that is to me that has had a lot of people look at him in a negative light um but there's something that's working here that you literally everything he does well fits perfectly with what this Bulls team needs right now is he going to go out there and allow himself to just play within the rhythm of the game or do we go back to i've got to force my shots i've got to get shots up i've got to be able to get downhill i've got to be able to get to the bucket i have to be the one taking these shots like that that's the that's the part that to me about Zach's game and DeMar's game, right? You can't have two guys that are doing it. Like, DeMar, DeMar's going to get a shit, and he's done that in this time where we've been winning.
0: Yeah. DeMar's been like, hey, I'm getting my shots up, though. Yeah. And, I mean, the thing is, is that it, it depends on how you like – and that's what a good coaching is. It's not always what you do. That's a big part of it, but it's also how you do it. DeMar Rosen has changed. He's still doing some of his isolation stuff, but yeah. it's when, when it comes when the Bulls can't get a bucket, and that's when you need it the most. And so, Zach Levine is still going to have opportunities theoretically to do that because this is still going to be a team where we're still going to have times where we don't score. We're still going to have times – and, again, Zach Levine may be his time where he fits in the, the role of the offense, but get Zach Levine some stints with that bench unit where then it's like – no, we need you to be go out there and be that dog score. So there's a balancing act that has to happen in it. It has it comes via trusting that Zach is going to buy into it and Billy's going to coach it well. But if those two things do happen, we could be in a much better position. So
1: we'll see what it is. It could also man. be
0: very ugly. I just want to keep saying it, it could be oh, yeah. very ugly. No,
1: it could get horrible. Like <laughs> like it, it needs to be said that it can literally get terrible. Yes, like the the, the, the <laughs> you laid out the scenarios right. Like there. Yeah. This is the one good scenario that we're talking about. This is it. The only scenario that, that makes you feel like something's going to go right is the scenario where Zach Levine says, I'm buying in. Let's let Kobe keep cooking. Let's let DeMar keep doing what he's doing, and I'm going to just fit in where I get it.
0: Yeah. Otherwise, somebody's going to put a toe in him, man. There you go. Um, next up, we're going to be talking about Nikola Vucevic, also uh, possibly returning uh, tonight for the game. But before we get into that, I want to talk to you guys about a couple of our sponsors. The first one is LinkedIn. At the start of the of the new year, every small business owner is asking themselves the same question. What's the one move I can make that'll take my business to the next level in 2024? LinkedIn Jobs knows that your success all depends on the team you surround yourself with. That's why LinkedIn Jobs has created the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster. And for free, LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. Hiring is easy when you have uh, that many qualified candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. It's why small businesses rank LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus the leading competitors. LinkedIn also knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. Thankfully, with LinkedIn, the process is intuitive, quick, and easy. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash lockedonNBA. That's linkedin.com slash lockedonNBA to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. Now, also, I also have to talk to you guys about none of one of our sponsors, one that means a lot to me and Pat, and that is BetterHelp. Around New Year's, we get obsessed with how to change ourselves instead of just expanding on what we've already been doing right. Maybe you finally organized one part of your space and you want to tackle another. Or maybe you're taking, on, taking supplements every morning and now you want to actually eat breakfast too. Therapy helps you find your strength so that you can ditch the extreme res- resolutions and make changes that really stick. Mental health is a big part of me. You guys know I've talked about it a lot before. Unfortunately, I did uh, lose my little brother at one point in time, and therapy is really the only thing that got me back on the, on the on the right side of mental health so guys definitely do not hesitate to go and check out BetterHelp if you do have some mental health things going on and like we've said before it's not that anything's wrong with you it's just that you want to make sure everything is right just like you go get a physical checkup go get a mental checkup every once in a while if you're thinking about starting therapy give better help a try it's it's entirely online uh designed to be convenient flexible and suited to your schedule just fill out the brief questionnaire to get matched with the licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge celebrate the progress you've. Already made. Visit betterhelp.com slash locked on NBA today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H E L P.com slash locked on NBA. All right, Pat, yeah. let's get back to it, man. Nikola Vucevic. Also upgraded to questionable. Now this fits right in that timeline. Now there was a little bit concern Wednesday morning because it seemed like Vooch was really still experiencing some some soreness there. Yep. But he did a workout Wednesday. They said that he he responded really well to that. Was basically pain free afterwards. So he's now been updated upgraded to questionable as well. How do you feel about Nikola Vucevic also possibly making his return to the Chicago Bulls today?
1: Listen, I think for all the trade Vooch people, shut up. Yes. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, Did did that come off a little bit aggressive? I didn't mean for it to come off that aggressive. Uh, What I meant to say was, uh, please shut up. Uh, At the end of the day, listen, is Vooch the perfect center defensively? Is he a rim protector? Is he a guy that's going to turn three shots a game away? No, but you know what he is? He's an integral piece of a modern-day offense. He is a guy that facilitates the basketball well, rebounds the basketball well, gets other guys involved well, continues, like right? When you see offensively off of the pick and roll, he gives you options. You want to know why? Because even though he's shooting a low shooting percentage, if he gets hot, people still respect his shot. So from the mid-range, from the three-point line, from that little baby hook shot that he does, he gives Kobe White options, options off of the game. Literally, we saw Kobe White's offensive game fall off a cliff after Vooch wasn't on the floor. Now that could also go into uh, uh, the wrist injury. Wasn't able to shoot the three ball. Well, but Kobe white was struggling to get to the rim. Kobe White was struggling to finish at the rim. Why? Because when you're playing pick and roll with Andre Drummond, he can only roll. So as Kobe white drives, guess what? The large dudes coming down and bringing more defense down into the paint. It's common sense to have a center like Vooch on your team. And he, is one of the top centers in the NBA and will finish the season again with double-doubles. And now you're starting to see players develop with him on the court, and you're seeing the impact of the last few games with him not on the court, Guess what? Booch might be a little bit important to this team, or at least the style of center that Booch is, because you can't do that with Andre Drummond, especially when he's picking up four fouls in the first half. And you know who else you can't do it with? Six four Terry Taylor. I like Terry Taylor, but I'm sorry. He's six foot four. Kobe White is literally taller than the backup center.
0: Yeah, that's let's, that's let's that's stop funny. playing that game. Let's stop playing. that game. Zach Levine and Kobe White are, are taller than our than the backup center that we've had. Zach Levine,
1: Kobe White, Patrick Williams, DeMar DeRozan, Daylon Terry. He's the shortest one on the court. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, that's crazy. Nobody else is 6'4", bro. Alex Caruso's 6'6". That's He's crazy. the shortest player on the team. That's wild. Death that's of wild. small ball, please. And can't shoot the three ball. Like he's six four as a center He can't shoot. The, he's not Draymond Green. Draymond Green is six foot
0: seven. Hmm. <laughs> that's deep. Uh, but no, like Vooch coming back solves one of our biggest issues. We just have a la- lack of depth and size. Like it, we just don't. It's for three years in a row. The one position that we can't really weather a storm at at, at is is the center. We just yeah. can't. Like and so you know, getting Vooch some back some of that's on so Billy a, though. Some, some of that's that on is Billy. on Billy. Yeah. yeah. Some of that's on Billy. Some of it's on. Ro- I, th- I would say this. The last two seasons was roster construction. Yes. This year it's on Billy. And even, no, I would say even right like last year in the playoffs, um,
1: just don't take or play in. I should say, just don't take drumming out of the Miami game. We well, yeah, we'll probably yeah, win that yeah. game. But,
0: but that wasn't a lack of depth there. That that was just not playing the depth that you had. <laughs> well, right? that's what
1: I'm saying. Yeah. Like that's what I mean. Some of it's on Billy in that situation. Yeah,
0: for sure, for sure, for sure. So you know, at the end of the day, Vooch is integral. Like you said, uh, being able to pass, and I know he's not the most dangerous passer because I've heard Doug Tonus, for example. But it's like what he does is he does allow that spacing and he does allow for some of that. And so it is a big part of it because, listen, Drum's drums good. Don't get me wrong. He's good and he's elite at what he does well. But the things that he doesn't do well, Lord have mercy. You're just not going to get him at all. Hey, listen,
1: I keep saying this. You know what Nikola Vucevic can do that almost nobody else on that team can do? Uh, Make a layup. Yes. (laughs) Yes, <laughs> I mean, like you know, when, when Kobe White throws him that dime, you're just like, "Oh my God, it's a dime!" He 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 makes it. Now he do be missing sometimes. I'm not gonna act like he don't, but he don't miss like Drum. Drum and layups don't go together. Drum missed four layups, get his own rebound, and then dunk it down. That's not that's not the same. Boost just make the first layup. Like you know, that's that's really what I want to see. Uh, but no, I just I I think at the end of the day, right, when it comes down to, especially going into this game versus. Uh, Charlotte, what we got to talk about if the Bulls can get a win in Essex and, and uh, th- this back to back scenario, two wins uh, would be great. Here, um, is with their size, how are you going to be able to take advantage of it? Mark Williams, big guy down there, really can play well, good, 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 uh, body down in the post, right? Uh, I would rather have Nikola Vucevic out there creating a mismatch and keeping him out of the post versus Andre Drummond, who guess where he's going to be on the offensive end down low. Why? Because he can't go nowhere else. That's his game. And it's not to say that it's not a game that I don't like. The thing that I do like about drumming over Vooch is Kobe White's going to the bucket. I feel like players can take dumber shots. And I know that sounds crazy, but like you can take the shots that you would be like, this is a tough layup because mm. you know drum is down there. And you probably can't do that as
0: much with Vooch. That's fair. That's fair. That's and the floaters, too. Like you can you can. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, you're I literally
1: taking a shot because it almost creates a a, a mismatch for him because the center is going to say, OK, now I got to get this rebound, which puts him, you know, in a rebounding position. And you're not going to out rebound Andre Drummond on a night in night out basis. So I think that that's the one thing about it that maybe you lose a little bit of. But you also like offensively, the Bulls have lost in the post completely. Like as opposed to the, the Bulls haven't had a post game. Since Vooch has gone down, like drums got a little bit of like the, the little turnaround thing. And if it's going, it's going, but like Vooch actually can like, okay, let me hit you with this turnaround float. Let me hit you with the hook shot. Let me hit yeah. you with the, the fade away. Uh, let me hit you just straight up body you up and, and go to the bucket and make the lay. Like there's more options with Nikola Vucevic. And that's why to me, Nikola Vucevic is uh, uh, the best option that you could have at the center position right now.
0: Yeah. Facts. Um, and I agree with everything that you said. And I, overall, I just like that we can get back. We're still missing Tory Craig, of course, but I like that we can get back more towards what a a full, solid nine-man rotation could be. We still got holes in that rotation as well. Still got yep. questions, but I like that we're able to get back to that and at a time where the schedule is getting easier as well. So, good, really two good to, uh, tune-up games against the Charlotte Hornets for Vooch and, and Zach Levine to kind of get back a, a little bit in rhythm, and we'll see how they do.
1: Yeah, we'll see what it ends up being, man. Uh, before we get into this final topic, talking about how as Bulls. Kid. And, and not even just this one win versus Charlotte. We need back-to-back wins here starting off the year. On the wrong side of this, we do have to tell you guys about Hungry Roots. Uh, Sorry to our uh, friends over in Australia. Uh, <laughs> if you're trying to eat a little healthier in 2024, Hungry Root is here to rescue you from a short lived resolution by making meal planning easy and nutritionists uh, uh, easy and nutritionists. Why is my read jumping around? This mug is tweaking right now. Build healthy habits that won't disappear by February with Hungry Root. Hungry Root's the easiest way to get fresh, high-quality food delivered right to your door. They've got healthy groceries and simple recipes all in one place. Take a fun, short quiz, and Hungry Root will get uh, get to know you, your goals, and how you like to eat. They'll ask what flavors you like, which kitchen appliances you use, and more, and then they'll keep your needs and preferences top of mind and start building your cart with delicious recipes and all your grocery needs for the week the best part is hungry root follows a simple standard it's got to taste good be quick to make and contain whole trusted ingredients spend less time meal planning shopping and cooking and more time enjoying food that you'll actually love with hungry root. right now hungry root is offering locked on nba channels all right, locked on NBA channel day listeners. 40% off your first purchase uh, and delivery and free veggies for life. Hold on now. Uh, just go to hungryroot.com forward slash locked on to get 40% off your first delivery and get your veggies. That's hungryroot.com forward slash locked on. Don't forget to use our link so they know that we sent you.
0: Get in on All that right, route, Pat. Man. Get in on that route. Hey, yeah, get in on the route. Uh, y'all want to laugh? Just Google root Australian slang. Just do that. Just get and come back to us. Um, that's crazy. <laughs> so the Chicago Bulls face, man, that Charlotte Hornets, root, man. And one of the things that is funny, right? Because of the, the crazy historic losing street that the Detroit Pistons was on, people completely overlooked that the Charlotte Hornets were on a 12-game losing streak. They just snapped. They did win their last game. Uh, but the Bulls face uh, off against the Hornets in their next two games. Uh, you got Gordon Haywood's out. Mark Williams is out. Uh, you, yeah, Lonzo Ball has been out. Um, Lonzo Ball. I'm sorry. Lamello Ball. Lonzo <laughs> yeah, Ball's
1: yeah, also I, out. Ball also out.
0: Lamello Ball uh, yeah, also I mean, out. It's, I didn't say a false statement. They're you were, you were correct in both statements. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but how confident are you, considering that we've seen the Bulls come up against teams that theoretically had some major pieces injured before, how, how confident are you the Bulls can get a win?
1: I'm I'm actually pretty confident. I mean, listen, like the, the Bulls have, it, it feels like the Bulls have set a standard, right? And and we've rarely played below that standard. I mean, like the the Philly game is the one outlier where it just felt like, yep, we got nothing for that. And we kind of knew we had nothing for that going in. It was like, Joe Ellen beats back. We just beat Philly. They're not going to let us lose or win back-to-back games. This is probably going to be ugly. We didn't think it was going to be that ugly, but we knew it was going to be ugly. Um but outside of that game, right, we've talked about every single game the Bulls have played in, for the most part, them being a really competitive team versus the best of the best and handling business versus the teams that they were supposed to handle business for. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a team that the Bulls should be able to handle business against. It's it's a Charlotte team that, uh, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> it's tough because Carolina's having a tough time with Chicago's right now. What are they good at? It's not me. It's not me trying to be slanderous, bro. It's just, it's just honest, bro. Like, what is? I, they're not a good three-point shooting team. They're okay down low. Mark Williams is all right. Um, they're not a good mid-range shooting team. They're Miles Bridges with nothing but
0: the hits. tell I don't, hey, know, what bro, tell they, they, I don't know what to they're tell you. Poor
1: defensively, bro. You know what I mean, <laughs> all of a sudden, Miles Bridges can't hit anything. Uh, like (laughs) just like, what are they good at? (laughs) Like we should really, we should really now watch the bulls lose by 20, but like they shouldn't. And, and all I can evaluate on is, is what we should be have going up against them for the next two days. Like they beat the Kings and that just felt wrong. And it literally took everybody getting hot. Like Terry Rozier ended up putting up 34. I think bridges went off for 27 and that one, like, uh, um, um uh PJ Washington ended up having a nice game like it it takes everything working perfectly for the hornets for the hornets to find a way to beat a team um they're not a good basketball team bro
0: yeah they're not they're bottom of the league in defense bottom of the league in offense um towards the bottom of rebounding they're the fourth worst rebounding team in the league like you said what do they do good i don't know i
1: they I'm not gonna lie, bro. We could we can get rid of the Hornets. I'm not attached <laughs> to that team, bro. Like, I you know, like like at first it was like, oh, the Hornets are back. This is cool. We can get rid of the Hornets, bro. We don't need them. We, we could have we kept the Bobcats. Yeah. We, the yeah. Bobcats felt wrong too. And hey, just move them to Seattle, bro. Just bring the supersonics back. Even though Seattle's struggling to keep teams at the same time, like, First, I don't know. Seattle's like, struggling
0: as hey, a move, CD move
1: team. Charlotte, move Charlotte to Vegas. Let that be Bron team, and then he, Bron, go fire everybody.
0: Bron, Bron, no. In. Could you imagine Bron owning the Hornets, which Jordan used to own? Hey, that's just hey, starting it all over again. Hey, listen,
1: and immediately cutting everyone. <laughs> He'd probably only keep Lamelo and Mark Williams. Like, yeah. why is scary Terry on this day? Cause
0: they have they have to have a point. He's the you, only point guard that can stay healthy.
1: You want to know what's hilarious about the Hornets right now? And this is gonna be bad. This sounds bad, but it's just true. Like the Hornets have a bunch of players on their team that you didn't know was still in the league. Did you know Ish Smith plays for the Hornets? I did. <laughs> yeah, Cody Martin plays for the Hornets. Yeah, kinda, you know I mean, like you just you just kind of I mean, like you just kind of start going through JT Thor Hornets. Yeah, I knew that. I mean, yeah, I mean, you start going through some of the names on that team. And you're just like, ah, oh, I forgot that dude was in the league. Gordon Hayward, Hornets.
0: We know he's because he we knew he was on the Hornets. Like,
1: I, dude, I Gordon Hayward feels weird at this point. Like, I saw him on a podcast the other day. I am just like, Why are
0: you feeling Gordon Hayward?
1: No, nah, it just it feels weird because like it don't like it doesn't seem like his career ever started when he came when he left the Celtics. Like and, and he's, he's put
0: up some good seasons. And he's put up good seasons. Yeah, <laughs> he just can't stay healthy. When he's health, when he's playing, he actually's been pretty solid for them. But yeah,
1: yeah. Michael paid him a lot of money for no reason. That man Didn't hasn't he played over sixty
0: two? games since two thousand
1: nineteen. Gordon Hayward is a it's a it's a odd career for him, man. Finishing out his career in Charlotte.
0: I don't know, bro. That's that's sad. Watch, watch. He's gonna go to a team and be like. Their eighth man off the bench and somehow have like a great playoff series and they're gonna win the finals. It's gonna happen.
1: He's gotta transition his career. Like he, he, if he became like just a three-point spark off the bench, I would love to have Gordon Hayward on the team. But I don't want the Gordon Hayward that like is still trying to go out there and be, you know, the a cook show. Like, no, I don't, I don't need that, bro. I don't need the one that was in Utah. I don't need the one that went to uh to, to Boston at first, right? Like, I don't need that guy. I'm okay. I don't know. I don't know how we got into Gordon Hayward talk, but it is what it is. Hey, at the end of the day, uh, Bulls should win by 100.
0: <laughs> Just because you said that now we're going to get our ass kicked. Thank you. Probably, bro.
1: Probably, but it is what it is. I mean, listen, what you
0: should can, do and what the you Bulls actually do. Bulls lose this game against the Hornets, do you know how many people, no matter what Zach Levine does, are going to Zach Levine?
1: Oh, my God, bro. They got to win. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta win. Bro, the Hornets lost to the, the I thought so. I was trying to find the game. The Hornets lost to the Sixers 135 to 82. That's crazy. Like, nah, bro. Nah, we should not lose this game, bro. They're dog water. Uh, follow us on everything at Locked On Bulls. You can follow me on everything at Path the Designer. If the Bulls lose this game trade Zach like I don't know what to tell you
0: <laughs> you guys can follow me at CEO Hayes that's hilarious make sure you guys are uh, checking us out as well on every podcasting app and platform as well as YouTube and thank you guys for checking us out every single day me and Pat will be back live after the game briefly it's only 15 minute live but we'll be there nonetheless we'll be man there. for Pat the designer I'm Hayes it's been Locked on Bulls peace y'all peace